Welcome to The Disability, a podcast where we have candid discussions about all things related to disability, short-term, long-term, financial claims, impact on other areas of life, causes in the workplace, and more, with your host, Attorney Angel Burgess. You can find this show at www.disabilityhelpline.com and on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. Now here's the host of The Disability, Angel Burgess. Hello and welcome to The Disability. Today we are pleased to have with us as our very special guest, Bridget Lewis from Workplace Learning Solutions. Welcome. Hi, Angel. Um, thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be a part of your podcast. Well, we are so glad to have you. We're looking forward to learning um, all about you and the services that you provide. So let's awesome. just jump right in, Bridget. Um, tell us about yourself. Well, let's see. <clears throat> I'm a little island girl. I am from the Caribbean. Um, you may have heard of my country, Antigua and Barbuda. Yeah. We are you know, usually a, a stop on many Caribbean cruises. So I'm from Antigua. And when I was growing up, I used to introduce myself as the um, girl from Antigua, where we have 365 beaches, one for every day of the year. Then people would ask me, well, why are you here? And, you know, that's a long story. <laughs> but yes, I am Bridget Lewis. I am the founder and owner of Workplace Learning Solutions. And in a little bit, I guess I'll be able to tell you how Workplace Learning Solutions came to be. But um, I am a mother of three. My, my, all three of my kids are adults um, now. And so I have a new baby at home who is my little furry little friend, Daisy. And um, Daisy is actually recuperating from surgery today. She um, she had her spay, um, I, I don't know how to say that, but she, she got spayed on Friday, so she's um, recuperating. But um, I live in DeKalb County, live in Lithonia. Um, I've worked, I've lived in the States for, uh, maybe about 28 years now. Um, so I consider myself a Georgia peach. Yes, I do. Um, with roots, <clears throat> roots in the Caribbean. So um, that's a little bit about me, I guess, as we go through the um, interview, um, even more about me will come out. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned workplace learning solutions um, and that you are the founder. So tell us, tell us about the business. So Workplace Learning Solutions is my my fourth child. Okay. Um, so, I, you know, that um, company was born back in early to the early 2010s, 2010 to be exact. Um, I prior to that, I had been working in the corporate um, environment and uh, was a uh, a fortunate victim, that's an oxymoron if you ever heard one, but a fortunate victim of the recession at the time, um, I got laid off uh, on December 1st, uh, 2009, actually. And in 2010, I decided, I, well, I didn't decide to start a business. 
I thought that I was going to take a little break, though, from, you know, job searching and um, working, having a formal job and doing more consulting on the side. Well, there were other plans in the works for me because before you knew it, I had a business plan. I was starting a business and my business had a name, Workplace Learning Solutions. Um, And I really started the business because I wanted, I've always been a champion for the underdog. So in um, my corporate roles, I was in training and development and performance consulting. And I always had a passion for, you know, providing services and training to the smaller guys. Like, you know, I used to always complain, how come the VPs and the, you know, the high, the, the, you know, the higher echelons of the company, how come they get all the development? Why don't we do more for, you know, the line level folks? And, you know, uh, that was heard, but never really done, you know, too much um, about it. And so when I started Workplace Learning Solutions, that was my dream to now be able to provide those services to the small guy, um, namely the small businesses. But guess what? In 2009, 2010, nobody wanted to talk about training. Training was not was not a priority because at that time, everyone was trying to you know, to, to survive. I mean, we had, you know, uh, um, really high unemployment and um, and companies were just struggling. So training was a nice to have, but not something that was on everybody's, um, you know, to, um, immediate to-do list. And so I had to pivot and in um, figuring out what to do next, I actually uh, landed on the Georgia Vocational Rehab Agency um, and the work that they are doing with individuals with disabilities. And we got involved with that. And uh, that was back in 2014. And so I started working with individuals with disabilities, providing them with um, pre-employment services, um, you know, training and um, work skills development, um, teaching them how to search for jobs, how to interview and and all of those things, and then helping them actually find, um, you know, employment. And that gave me a very big sense of satisfaction to the point where for quite a few years, um, my my identity, my company's identity became aligned with uh, serving individuals with disabilities. Um, I also started working with um, individuals with um, Social Security. So we had SSI and SSDI um, individuals through Ticket to Work. And that those two were, you know, where I, I put a lot of the my time and effort and and talents into supporting that group. Um, but recently I've decided that I want to go back to my roots and get back to what workplace was created to do in the first place. 
um, not giving up working with individuals with disabilities because they are part of that um, that picture. Um, and really and truly, I'm motivated by um, helping them achieve their you know their needs. And so, um, starting we're working on a rebrand, which we're hoping to um, go live with, if you will, effective. January 1st, 2024. So we're going to rebrand all of our our website and our social media and our marketing messages and and all of those things. So it's an it's an exciting time right now for workplace learning solutions. Wonderful. Well, I know that we were um, introduced maybe even 10 years ago or close yeah. to. Um, it's been quite a while um, and. Uh, you know, my familiarity with you has always been in working with individuals with disabilities. And so I want to first start off talking about some of those um, supports and services that you provide to individuals. So what is a scenario um, in which an individual that has a disability or disabilities may come to you? What would they come to you for? Great question. And when we typically would have either a referral from um, Georgia Vocational Rehab or a direct call from an individual with um, on the Ticket to Work program. But in both instances, it's usually this is an individual who is looking for employment and, uh, and they need some help doing that uh, because the help will look different depending on the individual. Um, the folks that we serve, for example, uh, the skill set range from basic entry level, um, you know, retail type, um, you know, the service that they offer, all the way up to one of my clients has a PhD. Okay. Um, and, you know, so on the ticket to work side, I find that we have a lot of uh, people who were once professionals in their in their own right and may have encountered some kind of an unfortunate um, event in life that caused them to not be able to work for a while but now they're ready to jump back in okay. and um, and get back you know get their independence back and on the GVRA side it can usually be someone who um, Maybe they, they tend to be younger and they have not necessarily worked before, um, but they're interested in finding that, um, you know, employment so that they can make their own money. So many of them, many of them come in saying, Miss Bridget, I just want to get my own apartment. That's that's usually what they come in saying. I want to get my own apartment. So, you know, we have to learn to crawl before we can walk and all of that. But it's usually related to employment. And so what we do with these individuals, we um, we assess them first to see you know where they are and what their actual needs are because some are going to be a little bit more advanced, if you will, than others. Some will need more help than others, and so we assess them first so we can see how best to serve them. Um, one of the things that I pride myself in, and you know it. It, 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 
I think this is a service differentiator for us is that we don't necessarily just, you know, um, have a bank of jobs. So when people come, we say, okay, here's a job for you and just place them in a position because we really truly believe that when a person is doing something they love, they're more likely to stick with it. And if, um, you know, it's more employment should be more than just let's find you, let's put you in a job so you can, you know, you can make minimum wage. It really needs to be something that this person is passionate about. And so even though we do have a few partnerships that we've been able to develop over time, we are very largely um, person-centric because when that individual comes in, whether they want to work, you know, in a hospital setting or they want to work, you know, we have people who come in wanting to work at Kroger or Publix, or we have, you know, people who want to teach or, you know, people who, um, you know, have a background and skills in business and they want to get back into um, an environment where they can use those skills again. Uh, It doesn't matter what their background is and where, you know, and, and what skills they actually do have. We work with them to find a position that fits their need. Um, we work with, so we teach them, it's really important to teach them how to hunt because, you know, a lot of, a lot of times people will just go on the, and I'm going to try to avoid to name, um, name companies because I'm not sure you know, if, if I can do that, but people will go to the, the most um, popular job search sites right. online and, uh, you know, and start putting in applications and that, and those don't necessarily work the same way for every candidate. Right. Um, and so teaching them how to identify good job leads, um, you know, how to, recognize scams because sometimes we do have a lot of that unfortunately on some platforms so how to recognize um, scams and stay away from those um, you know and how to even put in a job application in some instances uh, you know clients need to know how to do that so we work with them in discovering those things we also have um, trainings that we provide for them specifically this year we launched two of our um, training programs, the office assistant training program and the food service industry um, training program that we put our clients through who are interested in those fields. Because again, not everyone wants to be an office assistant and not everyone wants to work in food service. So it has to be a good fit um, for those individuals um, as well. So we provide them with the that, that training. We help them with the resume, um, whether it's, their, it's that their resume is outdated because it's been so long since they've been, you know, um, job searching or they have no resume at all. We work with them to make sure that they have a competitive um, tool, a competitive resume that they can use in their job search. And then we also teach them interviewing skills, um, you know, how to address uh, the huge gap, you know, for an individual who has 
been off work for a while. How right. do you address that in the interview? Um, and how do you just answer just the basic, you know, the basic interview questions like tell me about yourself and what are your strengths and weaknesses and things like that. So we coach them through um, those um, scenarios as well. And then we also help them identify job leads. I always tell my clients, I don't, it, I don't ever want it to be that I want you to find a job more than you want to find a job. Right. So therefore, you've got to put some skin in the game. Right. You have got, you have got to show me that you are serious about this, and I will help you. You know, as as far as I'm able, as as far as I can, and sometimes that means that you know I'll have suitable job leads that I can share with them and they can apply for. And sometimes if it's with a, a company that I have a relationship with, then we can put in a word um, for them. We can, you know, um, highly recommend them for these positions and things like that. So that's kind of uh, the cycle that they go through. And yeah. then with, uh, with many, especially on the ticket to work side, that relationship continues even after they've been placed because, um, you know, they may need on the job accommodations, for example, they, you know, may get to the job and realize, oh, you know, we need to make, we need to ask for, you know, whatever those changes might be to accommodate them. So they're able, they're still able to do their job, but do it, you know, um, in a way that takes into consideration whatever the disability is that they have. Um, and so, and, and then with the ticket to work folks as well, we can, we provide benefits advisement um, to make sure that, you know, cause we, we have some who will come who um, they don't really want to lose their benefits. Sure. Uh, they just want a job to supplement their benefits. And then, you know, having we have to advise them because with the Ticket to Work program, the goal is self-sufficiency. So then we have to advise those who don't want to lose their benefits a little differently from those who are achieve, um, going after self-sufficiency. Um, but that's pretty much how we support these individuals, um, getting them ready for employment and then supporting them um, after, after placement to make sure that they are successful on the job. Now, for individuals who need... Um more intensive support? Can they get a job coach um, or someone to kind of act as the intermediary or the go-between between, you know, the individual and maybe the supervisor on the job? Um, do you guys provide job coaching as well if it's, if it's needed? Actually, we do. So when we get uh, those types of referrals will typically come from um, GVRA or Georgia, Georgia Vocational Rehab, and they will be referred for a service called supported employment. Okay. And um, supported employment includes um, all of those supports, including the job coach um, who, you know, whose job it is to ensure that this person acclimates to the workplace, learns his or her job, um, develop a relationship with the supervisor, 
you know, to ensure that the supervisor knows if there are any, you know, any issues or any problems come up, they can they know who to reach out to to ensure that this individual is set up for success. So yes, um, that is definitely one of the services. It's actually one of the primary services that we offer through GVRA. Okay. So with the services through GVRA, um, how does a client pay you or does the client pay you? The client pays me nothing. Okay. The client, yeah, the client, okay. Yeah, so these services are paid for through funding that GVRA um, has available because uh, GVRA is a, I feel comfortable dropping that name because that's, you know, that's part of um the, the service that is being offered, but it's an agency that every individual that has a disability should become familiar with, um, especially when you're looking for support, whether it be for employment or education, because they will help in both um, in both instances. But the services, when GVRA refers you to a provider like myself, they call us providers, um, you don't pay anything. That um, those services are paid for through GVRA because they receive federal funds, um, and I think some state funds too, that um, are there to pay for um, these services to be provided to individuals with disabilities. So yeah, no, no need to worry about how how is it going to get paid for. Well, that is fantastic. Yeah. Great news. Um, so it's it's a service really that if you, you know, anyone that has a disability that's looking for any sort of support, it's to your advantage to to utilize your services. Yeah. Now, is there a way, because if, you know, if there are families listening, listening or individuals listening or watching that say, you know, I want my 18 year old son to work with Bridget Lewis. Is there a way that um, the family can request that they work with you um, to yeah. get a referral from GVRA? There absolutely is. I, I actually have a case that um, we're getting ready to get started this month with um, our first what we call our service identification meeting. But this is a family that I've, I have been um, talking to for about two years. Okay. Um, this family has a, a, a son with um, um, a, a traumatic brain injury okay. and, uh, and was looking for, first looking for ways to, I, I think they were looking for, um, for him to get on disability first. Okay. And so he has finally gotten that. And so now um, I referred them into GVRA because they, they, were, they wanted to work with me to help him find a job. And I said, well, the first thing that we have to do is get you um, signed up with GVRA. And so they, they did and they requested from that counselor, they said, we want to work with workplace learning solutions. And so that, you know, has um, worked and we 
uh, a scheduling our first um, service identification meeting so that we can now help him um, you know find a job so absolutely the the you can you can actually once you register with GVRA you can actually tell them from the start okay I've been working with this lady or you know she's been guiding me you know, for X number of time, or I was referred to her, whatever the situation is. And you can say, I want to work with her. Now, keep in mind that if the, if the need is employment, then, you know, that's, you know, pretty, going to be pretty easy. But if it's a need for something else like education, um, that's not part of our services. And so, yeah. And so for you to get referred out to us, it would have to be that um, the need is an employment need. And it sounds like you all provide very individualized service. Like yes, you're really tailoring the service to the individual and what their specific needs are. Yes, ma'am. Um, is it a little faster to work with you or workplace learning solutions as opposed to going through GBRA and you know get, maybe getting a referral from for from them or not um, but is it a little faster if they know going into it we want to work with workplace learning solutions um, you know they go to GBRA can they get started with you faster that way than kind of going through the channels and waiting to get a referral um, from GBRA? That, that's a tough question for me to answer because it depends on which GVRA unit they're okay. working through. It depends okay. on the counselor okay. that they're working with. Um, there's a lot of factors that are outside my control um, because we can't we can't start working with them until they're referred out to us. But how quickly that happens will depend on you know how that counselor at that particular unit you know how quickly they move on their caseload. Um, you know if it's uh, if 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 it's a situation where they're working with a counselor that I'm familiar with, you know, if it's because I, I don't know all the counselors at GVRA, but I do have a you know close enough relationship with some of them, um, and you know, so if the, this individual is working with a counselor that I'm familiar with, then I can put in a word as well and say, hey, you know, such and such um, an individual is you know has um requested gvra services and they really would like to work with me can you kind of you know push that forward i could possibly do that with someone that i already know but unfortunately it's that piece of it i don't have a whole lot of control over now i will say this if this individual um is interested in becoming self-sufficient mm -hmm. and self-sufficiency for this purpose means that 
your goal is to, you're currently receiving either SSI or SSDI benefits, and your goal is to get off of benefits. Okay. So you're going to get a job that is going to, um, where you're going to earn enough money to replace your benefits, then I would say it would be quicker to get started with just come directly as a ticket to work um, client. Because okay. the difference with, with uh, if you go through GVRA, we have to wait on that organization to go through their due diligence and their processes. If you're coming in as a ticket to work client, it's direct. So there's no middle agency that's, you know, that, that we have to wait on. So if you if you call and you're interested in ticket to work, then it's a direct, um, uh, a, a self-referral, if you will, to us. And we can start working with you right away, um, literally um, right away. But that would only work for an individual who is interested in self-sufficiency. Because if we have, when we have those who are not interested in losing their benefits, but just want a job to supplement their benefits, then they would have to go through GVRA. Okay. So is there an option for private pay? So if a family, you know, sometimes I get calls and, you know, the family may say, well, we've already started, you know, the process with GVRA. They are, um, you know, they have far more cases than they do, um, you know, people to work on the cases. So is there a private pay option? If someone said, I don't want to wait on GVRA. I want my child to get these services. Can I pay for them? Absolutely. We're open to that. Um, you know, we, I haven't seen very many um, of those, you know, types of self-referrals, but yes, we absolutely um, would entertain, you know, the idea of having a self-pay um, client. Um, and we would pretty much structure it just based on how GVRA pays okay. for services. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, okay. that's an option. All right, wonderful. Well, now I want to turn to um, some of the other services that you provide, um, namely talking about some of the HR support um, that you provide. So tell us about those services. Awesome. So when I, I did my introduction, I, I mentioned that we are we are we pivoted away from what we originally were established to do, right. and um, so I came out of human resources in my corporate, you know, in my corporate career when, when I was working at a corporate um, entity with a corporate entity, and uh, and so when I started Workplace Learning Solutions, I really wanted to do training and development and performance consulting and, um, you know, provide those types of services to small businesses because um, I know that small businesses would love to participate in these types of services if there were affordable options. Right. 
And so this year I've decided, um, well, actually, let me back up a little bit because there's a, there's, a, there's a link between my clients with disabilities and why I'm now doing some of the um, HR supports that I'm doing. And that ties back to benefits, employee benefits. Okay. Um, when I'm supporting my ticket to work clients a few years back, uh, they would come asking questions about their Medicare because most of my ticket to work clients are Medicare eligibles. And they would come asking, well, Miss Bridget, you know, how long am I going to have my Medicare? And when is my Medicare going to be, you know, um, is going to end? And is finding a job, is that going to affect, you know, my coverage and things like that? And some of the questions they would ask, Angel, I couldn't answer. I couldn't answer because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I hated not knowing. And so I decided, okay, well, let me figure out how to educate myself on Medicare issues so that when they come asking these questions, I can give them more than a, well, I think maybe, you know, I wanted to be more definitive with my answer. And so what I discovered though, on that quest to find that education is that before I could even touch the Medicare um, stuff, I had to become a licensed agent, a licensed insurance agent. Yeah. And so I went ahead and I got um, my insurance license and then got appointed with, you know, all of the um, major Medicare providers. And that first year did really, really well helping my clients understand their Medicare, having some of them actually enrolled in um, new Medicare Advantage plans and things like that. And then it dawned on me, I was like, wait a minute, you have an insurance license now. That means you can do insurance stuff. You can do health insurance, you can do Medicare. And um, I was advised when I was going for my license to do life and health and so I was, I'm also, um, you know, able to do life insurance. So I'm like, why not find a way to marry that into workplace learning solutions and what we do? And so after, you know, giving it some thought and, you know, talking to my mentors, I decided we are going to um, rebrand ourselves as the HR department for small businesses. Okay. So my, my new tagline is going to be, we are your HR department. And in that HR department, we're focusing on three specific services, um, people management. Okay. So that has to do with the recruiting and with the, you know, and, and all the things that that's involved with um, hiring, hiring new staff. We're going to do training and development, which is, you know, the core of where I came into this space wanting to do. And we're also going to do employee benefits. And so that's how we're going to move forward into 2024 um, as the HR department for small businesses, because we recognize that in the small business space, especially small businesses that are under 50 employees, okay. um, 
their, you know, their capacity for um, having an HR person on staff is minimal. Um, And so they, you know, they would appreciate having a resource that handles these HR um, pieces for them. And when we look at people, management, everything from recruiting to employee orientation to onboarding to, um, you know, performance management and those those kinds of um, those kinds of services, um, just getting them started with on the right foot with making the right hire and providing the right type of experience for that hire so that they will want to stay and then providing them with development, professional development opportunities through our training and development services and making sure that they have great employee benefits. I think that will go a long way in helping to reduce turnover in small businesses impacting their bottom line, making sure that, you know, they're not spending a whole lot of money trying to recruit and rehire and retrain new employees every few months. Um, and take that um, take that particular responsibility off the, the, the to-do list of the CEO, because that's who usually has to do that stuff. Right. Um, or the CEO might, might, you know, have a bright employee that they make responsible for some of the basic um, parts of HR. But if they have a, 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 an HR de- HR department that is, you know, ensuring that all of the, the moving parts work well together, um, you know, I think that that's a valuable service that will be added for small businesses, especially because the small business is competing for the same talent that the larger business with bigger pockets, you know, bigger budgets are able, and they're able to do a whole lot more. And, um, And so these small businesses, when they lose their employees to these larger corporations is because those larger corporations are able to provide more. Um, and the, the research is showing that employees are really valuing professional development and believe it or not, benefits. They're really valuing these things. And um, and so Workplace Learning Solutions um, would like to get back into the game of you know working working with small businesses to make sure that they're more competitive. We want we want our small businesses to hold on to our talent. When we, you know, when when we find great talent, we want to make sure that we're able to hold on to that talent. Wonderful. Wow. What what another great service um, yeah. that you provide. So are there any tips or tools um, that you want to share with the audience? Um, as it relates to you know, disability, um, training, retraining, um, any sort of tips or tools that you would like to offer? So um, as it relates to disability, um, one tip that I would like to share with um, our small businesses is that there are, there's a lot of talent within us, our citizens with disabilities. And oftentimes 
when we think, and I say we collectively, when we think of a person with a disability, the first thought that comes is what that person cannot do. Right. You know, that's the first thing that comes to mind. But they are, we're, we're looking at a talented pool of individuals. Um, disabilities come in different sizes and shapes, yes. Um, and there, you know, the, one person with a disability does not define every person with a disability. And so the tip that I would like to give small businesses as it relates to disability is to be more open-minded and work with an organization like Workplace Learning Solutions because we want to we want to prepare that person to succeed in your roles, in your jobs that you have available. And we have, like I mentioned before, we have a broad spectrum of candidates. So not all of our candidates um, you know, have a special ed diploma. Many of our candidates have higher, you know, um, degrees. They have um, associates, bachelors, masters, even I, I do actually have a PhD on my caseload, right? So being more open to um, people with disabilities and giving them a chance, because these guys are going to be the most loyal employees, uh, you know, you give them a shot, they're going to stay for a very, very long time. And so that's the tip for um, um, small businesses as it relates to people with disabilities. That's a great... Sorry, I, can you remind me the other part of the question? I'm sorry? Can you remind me the other part of the question? Uh, just anything else that you wanted to share. So you, you've given us a great tip uh, for individuals with disabilities and small businesses that may be considering or should consider um, hiring individuals with disabilities. Anything to share as it relates to kind of the healthcare front um, and that portion that your business is working on? Absolutely. Um, and so from a healthcare perspective, um, you're, when, when we look at small businesses again, um, oftentimes a small business is not able to afford the cost of, you know, providing health care to their employees. Right. But there is something called the healthcare marketplace, mm -hmm. right? right? And um, and there's a way for an a small business to work with an agent like myself who can um, put together a benefits package that makes you look like a rock star to your to your employees and costs you nothing right um and and there are ways and for those who are able to put something because there are some employers who might be able to put a few dollars in just not you know the full 50 percent is right. because it is in order for you to get credit for it you have to pay 50% of the cost of the insurance. And there are some small employers who, you know, can put something in, but maybe not the full 50%. So okay. there are strategies that can be used. There, there are ways that we can work you know, with you to identify the appropriate strategy to where, you know, you can show your employees that you care. 
Um, you can make sure that they have the health coverage that they need. Um, and then there are other benefits as well, you know, as something as simple as PTO, you know, it, it's, um, it, it's, it's, it's amazing how, you know, um, how far that will go when you have an employee who might, you know, have a situation at home that they need a few days and they know that, okay, I can, you know, without fear, you know, ask to take a few days off and know that my job will still be waiting for me. So something as simple, just the little things is the little things that show that you care, um, you know, that will go a long way with your employees. Uh, and, And, you know, there's some research that supports that an employee will actually, if you have a great um, culture, great benefits, great, you know, and, and they feel that they are valued, that they will actually consider that over pay. Now, that only goes so far, though. It only goes so far. <laughs> you can't pay the minimum wage right. and you know, they could go and get five times that somewhere else. But the, 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 the key is that, you know, do something, show that, you know, you have, you value them, you value their input, you value their time, you value their lives, and they will be, they will put forth the effort to make your business grow. Wonderful. Another great tip, really great tip. Well, we appreciate you being here with us um, to talk with us about workplace learning solutions. Can you tell our audience how they can contact you um, to whether it's to talk about assistance with employment for an individual with disability or even a small business owner that wants to reach out um, and talk with you about assistance with services? How can they reach you? The easiest way to reach me is by phone, 678-296-7290 is the easiest way to reach me. But we are also on social media. We are on LinkedIn. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Um, Those are the three main ones that I can remember. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, and also our website www.wlstraininginc.com. Oh, and I guess I should give you my LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram handle, huh? So (laughs) that would be helpful, wouldn't it? (laughs) So on Facebook, we are WLS page. And then with Instagram, it's WLS training co and on linkedin it's um workplace learning solutions inc so it's linkedin.com slash company and then it's workplace learning solutions inc wonderful well again bridget thank you so much for for joining us and sharing your wealth of knowledge and the services that you provide to the community Awesome. Or our- I did forget something. Sure. I forgot to make one plug. Um, uh, open enrollment for ACA is coming up 
And the annual enrollment period or AEP for Medicare is also coming up. So feel free to reach out to me. Easiest way, again, is my phone number, 678-296-7290. But you can also reach me um, at my other other social media um, sites that I gave. Uh, But, you know, reach out to me and I'll be happy to help you through your enrollments for this year. Wonderful. Again, thank you so much for joining us. And to all our viewers and listeners, we thank you for joining us as well. Um, This has been another episode of The Disability, and we look forward to talking with you next time. Awesome. You've been listening to The Disability with Angel Burgess. Thank you for your positive reviews, comments, and sharing the show with others. You can catch prior episodes at www.disabilityhelpline.com and on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more.